Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. is up wizards fans welcome to another believe in wizards podcast i'm matt moderno he's jihadi white and joining us today is chris whitney one of the longest tenured wizards probably of my lifetime chris i think putting eight years in in a wizards uniform was something pretty special and and not too many other people have done so um thanks for joining us and thanks for all the years of service to uh our wizards fan base thank you thank you uh, just before we get going here real quick, just want to do our ad reads and get us settled for the episode. We're brought to you by Stateside Vodka and their Surfside Hard Iced Teas, Hard Lemonades, Hard Half and Halves, Hard Peach Teas, all that good stuff. They're all delicious. Go out and get them all. It's still 100 degrees out here in the D.C. area. Uh, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, UFC, golf, tennis, all that good stuff. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games. Head to the website today and use our mobile device to sign up and use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, let's get to the good stuff here. Jihadi, uh, you guys go way back. Anything you want to say about Chris before we get going? <laughs> Don't say it. Who you with? Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I got to say it. No, I'm just <laughs> Who you with? What's up, baby? You got it, big fella, man. You got it. You good? You good? I'm good, man. You know, you got my heart, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, you my vet, man. I, if you wasn't on the floor, I was like, hey, get Chris out here. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I, I, knew, I knew if I dumped it off, it's going to be an assist. It's going to be a dump. And, so, and I knew I was getting it if you was out there. Exactly. I was like, no, don't sit him down. Oh. All is well, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. My man, Chris. So. What was started off with San Antonio with 93 through 95? 93, yeah, yeah. Uh, drafted by the Spurs, yep. it, uh, 93, and um, 95. Then I came to uh, Washington, 96. Um, and and I was the last, I was the last bullet to be a wizard. Wow. That's yeah, cool. I was the last bullet, man. Uh, I think I, I mean, after Juwan, um, you know, we made that trade, you know, him to Dallas. So I was the last bullet to be uh, to become be, be a wizard, man. And uh, good times, you know, you know, good times. Some frustrating, but uh, at times, but uh, good times, man. Met a lot of, you know, close friends. Like you're one of my best friends, you know, to this day. Um, you know, Juwan is still there, you know. Uh, shoot, I can go all the way back. Liddell Echoes, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, good times in D. I love DC. It's home. It's home. Yeah, it's it's, still, it's hard for it not to be home. It's still home to me too. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. going to Georgetown and then playing for the being being selected by the Wizards and grateful to play for the Wizards. You know, yeah. and it's and and, you, and what you learn about in playing in DC is. The grass isn't always greener, mm-hmm. right? 
any after you leave DC, you know, you think it's these <laughs> other organizations, and no matter how who the, the owner could be, Steve Jobs, it's just somehow the grass is not greener once you leave DC. It's just a, I mean, a lot of you know, a lot of players have left DC and really done well after DC. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, they always come back. They always come back to DC. It's up. It's you, no other city embraces you that way. You know, you yeah. almost you're a celebrity and not a celebrity at the same time. You yeah. just amongst one of them. You know, they treat you as a what I don't know what the word was a Washingtonian. You know, right. you're a, right. you're a, you're a official Washingtonian once you play yeah. for the Washington Wizards, and yeah. it's, and no, you can move to another city. You're not official that right. you're just a player who plays there right if you if you go in dc and you pull your heart out like you did i did a lot of other players they're going to embrace you and i mean i i get so many people to tell me you're from dc i'm like no nah, i'm from kentucky you know what <laughs> i mean they just swept down from dc i'm, I'm like, the same you know, way because they they, they like, grew with you <laughs> yeah. they feel like they grow up with you you know <laughs> exactly. like for me from georgetown Playing with the with the Wizards, they were like, "Oh, uh, we finally got a DC boy." I'm like, right, right. "Sorry yeah, to I'm, tell you, I'm, I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> I'm, I'm from the Midwest. Uh, right. Long drive from where I'm from, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. But it, 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 it's but we, it's cool. Pick that lingo up though. When we pick that DC lingo up, all right, then they really take it over and be like, "Yo, you you from DC, fam." That bam over there, Joe. <laughs> don't fall in love with go go music. No, don't. Oh, what? What? <laughs> but now nah, DC is home, man. I, I love it. I, yeah. You know, my kids are dead, family's dead. It's all love, man. Love DC. Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. Well, let's let's get rolling, man. I got a few few questions to ask you that I don't want to know. You know, oh, from my guy. I know we talked about a lot of topics, but some things, you know, I'm like, you know, let me pick it. Let me pick with brain for once, you know. So, I, so what? What I want to ask you is, what do you think the difference in the PGs, the point guards, from our era to now? Uh, I, I think back then we was a little more distributors. You know, we just ran the, ran the show. Uh, and now these guys are looked upon to score a lot more. Even if you're coming off the bench, you know what I'm saying? I had a couple years where I was starting, but I I talked to our guy last night, Rod Strickland, man. I was behind a bad man. <laughs> I was behind a bad man. And as great as Rod was, he, he was a more of a distributor. You know what I'm saying? I think today's point guards, they look you know, to do a lot more. Um, I don't know exactly when that changed. Um, you know, I, you know, Russell Westbrook scored, but he still got assists. Steph scores, but Steph still gets assists. Dane scored, but he still gets assists. But I think they look uh, a lot more to uh, score a lot, you know, more than in in the past. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I remember. I was in Vegas do, doing something with the National Basketball Player Association, the, M- the mm-hmm. MBPA, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to do – they had us doing something where we had to do a – fill out some plays and 
do some interview type of things. And mm-hmm. I called you because you were with player development with the Charlotte yeah. Hornets. And, yeah. and yeah. I, I asked you, uh, you know, what do you see even with player development in the NBA now um, that you still like that the players need? You like Hottie. Mm-hmm. These players are now a soul skill. Yeah. But yeah. you said the basics, nope, none of these players have the basics or the fundamentals. Yeah. They just skip yeah. the players yeah. of that our era, though this era now has skipped the entire basics and fundamental mm-hmm. part of the game. Like what do you feel about that? I, I think it's uh there's so much they're they're so athletic now. And um, I think if you look back <clears throat> in way, way in the past, guys that were super athletic, they relied on that athletic ability. And you did not get, you know, you didn't, I'm not going to say they didn't get taught, they didn't get, you know, coached, coached up on, you know, the fundamentals of things, but they let things slide and they start to rely on that athletic ability. You know what I'm saying? And, it could be the simplest thing, man, of your footwork. You always hear now, you hear Kobe, God bless the day, man. You know, you hear people talk about Kobe and his footwork. You watch MJ, his footwork, fundamentals. That's what made them go to this level. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think, you know, a, a lot of those guys, they rely on their athletic ability and, um, and that the, the fundamentals get skipped. You know what I'm saying? I think a coach that may have had them early, uh, early on, just let it go. You know, you know what I'm saying? They just let it go by the, by the wayside. And, you know, consequently, you know, they, 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 they lack out on some of those things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, I think it's just start from the beginning, the, but mm-hmm. skill level. Mm-hmm. And to me, how much as a kid growing up, right? Like in basketball from high school to college, how much training did you do? Like training, like one on one training. The baseball, you know, our tennis ball, you're dribbling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, with a trainer. Yeah. Well, I, I did. I, his name is Don Moorhead, man. And uh, he's more, he's like my father figure, man. And, um, how do I put this? He played high school. He's much older than I am. And if he ever sees this, he's going to be like, I'm not that much older, but he is much older than I am. <laughs> but anyway, he uh, played high school, uh, basketball at my high school. And um, I met him like when I was like the sixth, seventh grade, man. And um, there's a gentleman. His name is uh, his name is William Bird Avery. He went to Pepperdine. He led the nation in scoring in college. Played in the NBA uh, from my hometown, Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And, man, I met Don, and he became my trainer, okay? And um, – but it was old school. It, was a, it wasn't a bunch of cones and throwing tennis balls up and, and, and doing that stuff. I think, Heidi, you can remember, we used to be in practice. We used to do two-ball dribbling. Mm-hmm. And MJ would say, I'm not doing two ball. I'm playing with two balls in the game. <laughs> right. I'm not doing that. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have the, the training, uh, individual type of stuff like that, where, um, 
I did all those things. But Don was my my trainer. I he I, he would pick me up in the early mornings. Um, I went and played against older guys. Um, and then, you know, he would take me out and I would get shots up. I would work two or three times a day. But necess- not, not no, I didn't have to pay anybody. My kids, like your kids, <laughs> we pay somebody to train them. It's a big you business. Know, exactly. So, yeah. And so, uh, but I didn't do that. that. Yeah, I didn't do that. But, I, I mean, just the work ethic, um, uh, you know, the work ethic that it took for me to get better, I did work with Don like um, every day, man. I would train, um, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do the two ball dribbling, and and, and I, I didn't have AAU, all the negative stuff, though. Right, because to me now, when we came up, we got better, but by playing against everybody, we would, went to schoolyard, went to gym, went all over the city. Um, playing against grown men, like mm-hmm. trying to pick up games, right? Yes, we were, yes. we got better off the competition. To me, yes. which makes you a better, have better one-on-one instincts because you got to now learn in situation type of mm-hmm. games. And, and, and yeah. it's, everything is improv too, right? Yes, yes. Is so, but <clears throat> with the kids of the day is just, Everything is a is a trainer, right? So their skill level is out of you know out of out of sight, right? But their instinct level or their competition level or or their, their like like their will. Sometimes I don't feel like a lot of them are where like we used to be, mm-hmm. right? Well, so oh, that's- man, I, well, I tell I tell kids this or. I've speak. I've spoken to parents. I speak to them, and they may ask me, you know, hey, what do you think? Whatever, whatever. And I say, listen, man. LeBron can train your child. MJ can train your child. And Steph Curry can train your child. If Steph Curry says, "Do this move," and you don't understand that when oh, I see him shift this way, and I need to go this way, it doesn't matter. If you don't know the why. You don't you don't know the why. What what okay, do 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 and if you can't make the you don't see that this person is off balance and make a move. If Hakeem Olajuwon is coaching your big fella and Hakeem says, make this move, but if you make the first move and he's beat on the first move, but you don't instinctually your your instincts don't take over and say, Oh, I just make a layup and you go back <laughs> to make, you know. It doesn't work like that, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's happening with these these kids now. You know, I've seen kids training out, and I've seen guys in the gym, and they don't make these kids do these drills, and they get on the court, and it doesn't work. Or they'll never it, use them because they're scared it, to it, put them in effect. You you can't exactly. So, um, you know, I, I again, I, Hottie, to go back to what you said, man. I grew up with Don. Man, he used to take me to a, he was an army base about 10 miles from my uh, hometown, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And he would go in there and he would say, you guard him. And this, I'm 14 years old. And this is a grown 30-year-old man. <laughs> and he said, you guard him. And that's how I learned, you know, to get better, um, you know, 
So, but yeah, we, we got better by just playing, not just drills and, and, and all of that stuff. We got better by just playing the game. Right, because I hear players are now saying, well, y'all retired players or old school, old school players. Old school. <laughs> that, uh, like, think there's a trade-off between skill level and talent versus physicality, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, to, and saying, basically, basically, do, do you think there's a trade-off as far as, like, like now we're saying the NBA game is not as good or not as – entertaining because it's less physical and pretty much if you pass gas on the court, you get a tech, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so like, is it, is it because that, that we feel like there's a trade off of now there is the, there is a higher skill. There was no question in that, but what, but the level of physicalness is pretty much obsolete in the game that we feel now. That's why we feel like, well, these players now couldn't play back then or it's a, a, a worse – feels like it's a less entertaining game sometimes? Well, I, I think that um, there's still some physicality to the game, all right? You you watch Steph Curry running off a screen. Oh, they, it's a body on him. It's a body on him. And he – you know, they're pushing and doing those things. Uh, if, if he's coming off that screen, you'll see that elbow on that hip trying to redirect him and, and things of that nature. There are some post players that still go down in that post. And you don't, it's not college. You don't play with your hands up in the air. There's some physicality to it. Uh, I think the spacing on the floor um, kind of lands people to think that it's not as physical, but um, I, it, it's still physicality in the game, man. You just can't do certain things that you could do. Um, when I came in, you know, you said in a cross screen, I remember my first time playing against Utah. I'm a rookie and I'm like, wow, John Stockton really laying wood on somebody <laughs> trying to set, get cross, uh, uh, John, uh, Malone to come across, you know what I'm saying? And I had to bump Carl Malone and I could lay all my, at the time, uh, 168 pounds and hit him as hard as I could. And it was no call. But if you do it now, then it's going to be uh, you're impeding his progress, et cetera, et cetera. But there's still physicality in the game. Um, it's just not as advertised. You know what I'm saying? It's not as advertised. You know what I'm do saying? Do you think the ref but, sometimes let, like make sure the players are less physical by kind of directing the game in that way? Well, I, I I mean, the refs have a job, too. Um, they have a higher up, and, you know, that they have to answer to. So they're going to they're gonna do their, their job to try and um, make sure that, uh, you know, whatever the rules are, are, are there, they're, they're adhered to. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and then, you know, of course, you know, in the playoffs, a little more physical. You, you know what I'm saying, um, yeah. but the refs are they're going to they're going to um, they're going to do their job, you know they're going to do their job and, and make sure uh, they try to get that you know get everything straight. So, just yeah. following on that for a second, guys. Uh, watching these FIBA games, it seems like they've been really well received by people. Like the quality of basketball and the style of play, there is a little bit more like 
post play. And I think you've seen the successful teams are, are playing out of the middle more. Um, I, I guess, Chris, for you, did it as a shooter, did things open up for you when you would play inside out more? I think teams that want to shoot more threes would actually still benefit from having, you know, a few post touches, at least a few every possession. Oh, every yeah, possessions. Most, 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 most definitely. Um, Jihadi knows him. God bless the day. Coach Johnny Bott. He said, hey, if he has a foot in the tank, throw him the ball. Yeah. Because if he can't if he can't make a play, he has a foot in the paint, then he shouldn't be here. So I mean, I always believe hey, throw it inside. Because the more I throw it inside, and I've seen Jihadi, and Deke is my guy. Dekembe is my guy. <laughs> I've seen Jihadi turn around and boom. Okay. The more I do that, the more the hair's turn, the more I'm gonna be open. All right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the more I'm going to be open. So, yeah, I believe in throwing it inside. I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, uh, it's a closer shot. It's you can get them in foul trouble. And then if I get you in foul trouble, I'm going to the free throw line. I'm making 95 percent of mine. So, <laughs> so but yeah, I believe in going inside and inside, you know, you know, playing inside out. I definitely believe that in. And you know the FIBA games and all of those; those are more you know European style. They play inside out. Mm -hmm. You know they play inside out. So it's working against Team USA in these games. It seems like it would work against NBA teams too. But you don't see any teams play that way, really. Right. Right. Well, I, 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 no, a few know, teams. The, yeah, a few teams try, um, <clears throat> but um, I think. The NBA game has, you know, transformed to so much of open, open floor mm -hmm. and spacing, and um, you know, you got, the, you know, the, I think the stretch four came into play, uh, and the stretch four has been around for a minute. All right, it's been around for a minute. I remember being again being in San Antonio and uh, playing in Houston. Um, man, well, Matt Bullock, I think is his name. He could shoot that, you know, and Robert Ory could shoot mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So, they, you know, uh, they kind of started making this way towards this thing now that there's you no know, spacing of the floor. So, um, it's just part of the NBA game. And, um, you know, you hear a lot of guys come from overseas and they say it's harder to score over there than it is. And all of that, so. Gotcha. John, you have so, a couple more info? I remember, uh, I think it was Doug Collins. I think it was, it was a MJ era, right? Mm -hmm. And he came in the locker room and he was saying, hey, guys, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to take everybody, everybody get a little slip of paper and everybody write <laughs> a name down of a person on the team <laughs> that they want, <laughs> that they think they should be captain, right? Mm hmm. So they everybody wrote their names down, put it in the box, little slip of paper. Doug put it in a, a bucket or something, shook the bucket up. They went back. They all called the coaches, went back in the office. It came back, and he kept reading it off. And 95% of the names on the paper said Chris Whitney as captain, right? Oh. right? And what was kind of what and, – and I learned something that day because – most captains I always seen was very vocal, very boisterful, very, hey, 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 right? And you were the type of person that just 
would make a relationship with all your teammates individually, quietly, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but what everybody noticed was still the natural instinct that you had that you we want you as our captain. I, you know, I wrote your name down as well. Mm-hmm. What what was it that did you understand that you had that? And like when that happened, did you like I'm gonna end up being captain? Or was it like, you know, I, I understand what I do here? All right. Well, I, I'm I'm a, I'm going to say this. I had a teammate my first year, second year in um, San Antonio, right? And I've, I've heard him say that other people have done a better invitation of him. And I hope he hears this. Somebody posts this and sends it to him. Avery Johnson, okay? <laughs> Hey, young fella, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. young fella. Mm, that's awesome. Listen, young fella, mm-hmm. the captain is not always who makes the most money. Okay, it's not always the loudest person. Okay, he leads. So that's my Avery Johnson. But I learned that from Avery Johnson, man. That in the NBA, it's not always who makes the most money, who scores the most points. You know what I'm saying? It's that person that is there every day. He's gonna work hard every day. He's, you know, you know, and and as a captain, you can't always be like. I gotta know. I can I can go to Jihadi and say, "Hey man, what the?" <laughs> but this guy over here, I gotta say, "Hey man, come on man, you're better than that." You see what I'm saying? So. Um, I, I learned that as a, at an early age in the NBA. I was always uh, a leader, um, basically because you know my position, point guard, you know what have you. But in the NBA, I learned that the leader is not always the one that scores the most, the loudest. Um, you know, you got you're not going to be liked all the time. You know what I'm saying? And um, and it's just part of my nature, man. Just you know, bring trying to galvanize people and bring people together. Um, you know, make everyone feel comfortable. So, um, and and I remember, man. You know, being named, you know, the captain and MJ saying, "Hey, you go to the center court. You go, you know, you go up there. You know what I mean?" And I was like, "Wow, that's pretty." You cool. know what I'm saying? And then I and and also, man, speaking on that. When MJ first came, you know, he was upstairs, right? And we had our exit meetings, and he told me, he said, um, you know, in my exit meeting with him, remember he had the black bat, Johnny, the black baseball yeah. bat? <laughs> I think he was there. You was there, I think, at the time. He yeah, had I was the black there. baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. he was walking around, yeah. Sit- yeah, and I was sitting there, and I was talking to him, and he said um, he had spoken to everybody on the team. He was like, yo, who is the leader on the team? Give me your no, and they, and he said, man, everybody said I was one of them, you know, and I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just doing, doing me, man, just doing Chris, you. man. I'm just being me, man. Hey, Heidi, what we doing? We, we talking on the phone tonight? <laughs> 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 you know, come on, word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come in. You know, so, we'll we, you know, we'll let you in on that one, Matt. Yeah, that's a, that's an offline show. I got but you. I mean, but that was just my thing. Like Steve Blake, man, when he came in, you know, I was, um, you know, I retired that that following year, man, and 
you know, Steve, you know, he come to my house. Hey, man, we hanging out. Kwame, hey, man, Jerry Jeffrey. Oh, hey, come stay at the crib, man. We can, you know, and it was just part of, it's just part of me, man. So. Right. But yeah. it was an honor, man. It was, it was an honor, though. And I hope Avery sees this somewhere. We'll tag him. I do the best. I do the best impersonation. Five out. Five out. <laughs> Did you say, you mentioned, you just mentioned Kwame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so something, something unique came up not too long ago, right? Concerning Kwame, right? You know, that's that's my little bro. You know, I love Kwame to yeah. death, right? And, then, yeah. hey, and hey, at hey, the hey, same hey, time. Hey, Hardy, hold up. We've had plenty of um, nights of sitting in the hotel room. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Me, you, and Kwame. Oh, me, plenty. <laughs> plenty, right? Right, and and I, I'm gonna have Kwame back as a teammate, you know, just like I got all my, my other teammates back, right? So, what was kind of interesting was now, don't get me wrong, I, you know how playing in the NBA, all your years can consolidate in one one yeah. day, you know, yeah. if you know, because it's a it's a fast lifestyle, it's a mm-hmm. it's, it's it's different, right? It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a a, a, a fantasy reality type of deal right yeah yeah so yeah. he told a story i think on his show not too long ago i'm gonna i'm gonna try to play it if i can <laughs> see if y'all can hear and, and let me know if it happened because <laughs> just let me know if this happened because you had to be there if it did oh god let me try to get it up okay all right am i gonna have to censor this after the fact I'm, I'm not, you never know what's going with the Tommy story you may have let me know if you can hit it. White found in a way that I didn't appreciate. I wouldn't call it a fight. Uh, because Johnny White was about six, eight, six, nine, maybe six, seven, but he was about wow. 330 pounds, 340 pounds. And you're talking about uh I was about maybe 245, but he found me in a way that I did not like. And so I reacted. <laughs> I threw a hellacious right that he blocked slash weaved. And boy, he came at me like a bumper bull throwing those wild weeping punches. I did like most people would do when you got a big charging bumper bull coming at you. You back up, you throw a punch, you back up, and you wait on somebody to step in between and break it up. <laughs> so that's the extent of my in a court or a locker room. All right, so now, hey, I may not. Hey, hey, I think that was, you know how we go down the stairs? You know how we go down, yeah. how we go down the stairs, right? That basket yeah. right there, I think that's where it happened. Okay. <laughs> you you remember this? So you do remember this? I think that's where it happened. But he, you know, it was just a normal. Wit, wit, wit. You wouldn't have swung on him. Wait. You swung on him. Like wait. That. And I was like, wait. Oh. <laughs> See, wait. Oh. That didn't happen, dog. <laughs> I think, I think, that didn't happen. No. I think it was a hard foul. He probably said, something. No, I believe a hard foul happened. Yeah. <laughs> but it was something that, it was something to the fact of like, you know, it was a square up, but I don't know if he swung. I, you know, I don't know if he's talking. Bro, the, 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 the hard foul. 
The whole <laughs> file may have happened. <laughs> the only time I saw right. you mad, only time I saw you mad, we uh Terry Davis was on that same basket and he fouled you and you went up the next time you tried to dump and your you dumped and then your hand came down. You were so mad. You grabbed a net. Remember, it ripped your fingers or something. You were bleeding. I ripped the whole net out the rim. You ripped the whole net out the rim. That's the only time I saw you like, I'm about to kill somebody. <laughs> I would tell you like I, I, I think I think it was it was, I don't think you know it has it wrong. I don't think so. But first of all, let's be real. The file. <laughs> and first of all, you six the file may have happened. Hey, look, it may have happened. But Kwame swinging on me? First of all, he wouldn't have done that. No chance. That's a death sentence. Not at 17 years old. <laughs> no, listen, but hear me out. Hear me out. Kwame swinging. He ain't going to do that out of respect. Me swinging on Kwame? Out of respect of him being my little bro yeah, and my teammate. Yeah. I'm not. And, and look, hey, I don't bropper whatever bropper bull. I don't bropper bull. I, you you see me in action. I can, I'm nice with my hands. I ain't going to bropper bull with nobody. Right, I've so it. I've seen it. Right, so my thing is, I'm a I'm a fight for you before I fight you. Right, right. I mean, I've seen listen, that. I've seen that. I fight for your homeboys. If I see your yeah. homeboys in trouble, you know, you know, in reality, I, your homeboys been in trouble. Like, and it went on, right? I've but, seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I'm like, hey man, I may have forgotten some things <laughs> that happen in the NBA because a lot of things happen every day. <laughs> yeah. Right, but I think, but, and I like I like him to death, and I like to entertain the story. But that might be one of Aesop's brothers, because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's definitely a fable. You, you, you biblical, did you? Uh, I went, I went to the Bible. Uh, it's too good. <laughs> I, I, I like I man. Look, I like the entertainment, but hey, dog, come with that didn't happen, man. Because you know I'm gonna fight for you before I ever will fight you. Right, that is true. If it, hey, he's going to hold you down. The high going to hold you down. But I think it was that bad. And it was like something. And the part of him saying, somebody jump in between this, I think that's what it was. He was like, what? Uh-oh. That's your hottie. No, but he, he stood back. <laughs> he, he said he got a few off. No, no. Like, I, I, I remember. I got hit before. I I remembered it. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I had to go right through you because I'm like, yo, Wick, let me know if uh, hey, you know hey, the, the, the Alzheimer's hey. kicking in early. <laughs> hey man, I sent you the I sent you the video uh, where we were in Cleveland, and somebody did something to you. And who was the man that ran up in your? I ran up on a big dog. I was like, hey, boy, get off my boy! Yeah, get off my boy! <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never had to worry about it. I know you did. <laughs> No, nah, man, yeah. but uh, KB, man, Kwame Brown, man. Good that's man. my guy, man. That's, that's my guy. Yeah. You know, it, it ain't nobody funnier than Kwame. My God, we have plenty man, of money. Nobody funnier. We, could, we couldn't take him out, right? No, we – and I just saw something, man. And I think it was Gil, man. And he was like – Gil, they will not leave it alone either. <laughs> no, nah, but it was like – he was like – you drinking beer in the locker room. And I never know we, you know, did no did nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Nah. And again, I came in in '93. 
You know what I'm saying? I never flew commercial in the NBA. Um, I never, I never, you know, saw anything like that. And they were talking about like, you no know, Kwame, you know, being in that environment. Like, we didn't sit there and drink liquor and beer after the game. You know what I'm saying? I, I never did that. You know, I had a six pack of uh, uh, room temperature water, <laughs> and I tried the little miniature ones, and I, I tried to download as soon as the game is over with. You know what I'm saying? But um, man, K K B funny. <laughs> K B, he he said he you charging like a Brahma bull. <laughs> I guess so, man. <laughs> I don't. I uh, I I do kind of vaguely remember like. He's what, yo, what, what, what? And you probably looked at him like, what? And I, I would have said, man, relax, man. Come, man, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, stop. The only time I the only time I tell you I saw you mad, you and T D was going at it, and you went up and dumped it, and you came down and you just ripped everything down. I was like, oh Lord. And then you didn't even realize that made your hand bleed, huh? Oh, let's play, man. I was like, oh. I ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't real. <laughs> man. Yeah, but that was that was interesting to me. I mean, I'm, like, people from you D.C. telling me this story all over, right? I'm like, I'm getting this story from everywhere on my phone. My homeboy, Jack, who was a police officer, sent it to me first. And I'm like, hold on. I had to really think about it. Like, you know, I, I know things happening, you know, but I'm like, hey, quiet. like, I know he's my guy, but did that happen? So I say, you know what to see? We'll come on. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him because maybe think, I forgot it. I, think it, but was, it didn't I think it was at the thing and it was nothing like that. It was just like, yo. And, it, uh, but I know I wouldn't swung at you because I've seen you. Well, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you. <laughs> Man, you think you think his voice is deep now? <laughs> when he, yo, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so man, I know you, you. I know you got some. You, hey, you're the nicest guy I know, man. But I wouldn't step to you. Hey, man. Hey, I, you know what people don't know about Jahadi though? Jahadi is like a, a musical genius. I don't know. Man, he done turned me on to so much music. <laughs> Remember we used to be on the bus? Oh yeah. Your seat was used to be your seat was right in front of mine on the bus. Yeah, we traded out. And you used to always say, yo, check this out. Hey, check this out. I was like, man, that's some good music, man. Jihadi's a musical genius, man. Yeah. <laughs> people don't know that about him, man. That's cool. Did they let you pick my, my son, same way, man. I would go up to his room, he making music, and I'm like, oh man, like, you gotta hear, you gotta, you know, you like it sonically. You just don't like just don't like the boom bap or like you like the sonic part of music right like you like you like the deep dive into instruments so i was like ah you might have got it naturally i ain't no wayman tisdale or nothing now don't give me nah 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 (laughs) but you you know you always like hey check check this out i was like oh i still listen to it to this day and they don't know he got two degrees from georgetown bam two of them (laughs) my man hey and 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 they don't know when I call them. I say Fatty Hattie and Banks and this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, man, this guy, right man, there. my guy, my guy, right there. 
Did you uh, did you get to use to pick the lo- the music in the locker room, Johnny? Like I know that's a big deal in a lot of locker rooms. Is who who's picking the music? No, no, you know when and um in 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 Washington they put the um touchpad thing, and right. we I, I think it was just a random uh play, but I don't think you no know, necessarily we, we picked it. It was just you no. Know, we just I think it was a station. You know what I'm saying? It may be right. like a hip hop. No, I think it would be like one of the, the local yeah. DCs that yeah, already yeah. was made everything anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 But now he's, uh, he's a musical genius. <laughs> you hear a lot of stories about yeah, that. These days. Um, we mentioned fights amongst teammates here a little bit. And obviously, <laughs> uh, one of the more uh, popular ones or, or famous ones in the last couple of years was the Draymond Green Jordan Poole situation. Uh, Chris, just want to get your take on, on one, like what that could have done to his year last year, what kind of Jordan Poole you think we'll see for the Wizards this year, and if he can kind of bounce back from that whole situation. Uh, I'm sure he, he he's going to be phenomenal. I mean, I mean, you saw it, you know, at times in, in Golden State, um, especially if he, if Steph wasn't on the floor, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and he was the primary focus on offense. Um, you see the skill. I mean, he. I think he's gonna be great. I don't think anything that happened um, with the Draymond Green thing was, is gonna affect him. He's he, he's gonna be great. Uh, they got a young backcourt. You know, they they can grow with for the next eight, ten years, or what have you. And um, he, he's gonna he's gonna do well. He's gonna do well. I think we're both big fans of that pickup too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well. definitely. Am. I yeah. think, I, I think uh, he has more leeway. Mm-hmm. You know, he now thirty is a is definitely an option. He yeah. has no. He has. No, it's almost thirty is is pretty much almost not a choice. Yeah, you need that. Now you you got to get thirty out of him. So you know you're gonna see a completely different pool. Yeah, yeah. Again, man, you you saw. The flashes of it, you know, especially when Steph wasn't on the floor necessarily. Um, and I, and I didn't watch Golden State like that, but I'm going to venture to say that when Draymond's on the floor, because he's such a great facilitator for what they do in Golden State, he's going to have the ball even more in his hand than he did in Golden State. So mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's going to, he's going to do well, man. He's going to. And we talked about sort of pure point guards here a little bit. I, I think Tyus Jones might be one of the closest to that in terms of pure facilitators in, in the mm-hmm. league at the moment. So I, I think that's somebody that should really help uh, Jordan Poole a lot this year too. Yeah, yeah and I think um, his his role being expanded, um, you know, coming from um, uh, Memphis, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, I mean, it's, if you can play, you can play. It's amazing that um, I spoke earlier about, you know, my great friend Rod Strickland. I hadn't, I know, I had no qualms about being behind him as great as he was. But when he was injured or what have you, and I'm getting 30 minutes a game, oh, you look it up. My numbers were, my numbers were good. You know what I'm saying? So I can see, you know, his numbers going way up. You know, playing 30, 32 minutes a game, and um, you know, so they, I think again that's just a young backcourt. They they can be successful. They can be successful. 
you're we got one real of serious talk. We got real serious talk. Yeah, it took us took us down a different road here. I'll uh, uh, we'll lighten this one up yeah. back a, a little bit here. Just just one more kind of interesting one for you, I guess. I, you're one of the better shooters in, in my time as a Wizards fan. Like I just that's there you go. I I I'm cool with that. I love that. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, no, I, hey, it's I, hey, a pure I'm shot sure, as we've seen in DC I'm, in a long time. I'm sure Tim Legler, Gilbert, I see uh, Grand Pride, Chi Murray. Yeah, they they all have um, something else to say about it. <laughs> it's a pretty good group to be in, though. Yeah, it is. That was, yeah, yeah, it is. But go ahead, please. We, we've got Denny Avdia here in Washington, D.C. He struggled a little bit with his shot. The form seems to change a little bit every year. He was below 30% last year. Any advice you'd give to someone like him as they try to – that's the big thing for him, right, is being able to stretch the floor a little bit. And any words of encouragement or anything like that or tips? Well, I mean, the tip would be get in the gym and get comfortable with your shot. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not comfortable with your shot, you're going to, you know, all kinds of things going to play in your head while you're taking the shot, you know. Just get comfortable whatever makes you feel good. And um, just stay confident. Just It's easier said than done, all right. Um, but you talk to plenty of shooters, they're going to tell you, if I miss three, oh, the next one's going down. And uh, But just get in the gym and and, and – and you know, perfect your craft, and it'll come around. It'll come around. Trust me. Come. Hey, so do you know that both of our um, best statistical, statistical? So give it, mm-hmm. Mike. Matt, come on. Statistical. There you go. There you go. Uh, both our best statistical years was killing that word. <laughs> <laughs> Came as teammates when we played together with the Wizards. I know you, you knew I that. Know. I know it. Matt, Matt let me know that. I was, and I'm not surprised at that. But you know what it was? We got big. We got minutes. Mm. We got the. We got the minutes. And like I said, if you can play, it's gonna show. You know, yeah. it's it's a reason why. It's a reason why uh, it's only been five thousand people to play in the NBA, bro. It's tough. We can play. Right. It's tough. We can play. Okay. It's only 5,000 people that ever played in the NBA in the 75 years, bro. You know what I'm saying? Out of 9 billion people on the planet. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So when you get that opportunity, if you can play, it's going to show. Yeah, and we, 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 we did it. You know, I told you, man, Johnny Bach would say, if he has a foot in the paint, you throw him the ball. He said, that's penetration. If that's penetration, pause. <laughs> you see, I see your eyes. <laughs> right. That's 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 that tournament. I'm like, oh, I'm not going inside. You know what I'm saying? You right. pop late. Out, hey, if they got a foot in that tank, you throw the ball. I'm like, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> you yeah, know, I like so, I like Johnny. Yeah, right. and when, and once you you know you had those 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 minutes, it's gonna show. You are gonna shoot 57 percent from the field. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have confidence to throw that jump hook. Ah, yeah, that, that, yeah. that jump hook. Yeah. That, you know what that, I'm saying? That, that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I've seen you face up. Hey, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me get up the glass here. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it's just the minutes, you know, if the minutes are there and you can play, it's going to show, man. It, it is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but y'all try to just get in the gym, get your work in, and you know, you know, always yeah. try to come back and show something different, man. Each year, you know, that's that's what it's yeah. about. Right, right, yeah. and um, yeah, that's true. So everything is kind of three versus three now, right? Three on three, and the now mm. the Olympics is new three on three, the big three, right? So throughout Joe Withers era, right? If you had to pick a three on three team, who would you put on it? Oh, you'll come back. Cut out. Like, oh, that was such a you stumped him. Him and Tyne hate those questions. Yeah, seriously. They won't go away with it. There he is. Uh, Cutting out on us a little there, Chris. We lost you. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Hmm. Let's see if we get him back. We can't hear you, Chris. Start it over. Start over the uh, log out and log back in. Sorry for the technical difficulties there, folks. It's the it's the modern world here, uh, doing doing podcasts in real time. It's always uh, it's bound to happen. I, that's such an interesting question for me as a fan because I always want to know, like, I, I don't know, even just playing pickup. There are always guys I gel with better, or I play my best playing next to them. So it's interesting to hear you guys say like. Who were the people that, you know, your game worked best with or, or what kind of people enabled you to be your best? So um, and it's, it's not it's always guys I would expect to. Yeah, it's an interesting question to ask, but it's also like it, because you really want to know another another player's perspective, because you know, like when you asked me and you gave me other I, like options, I'm like, well, I didn't consider that. And then somebody like Chris, who was a captain who really seen all the players unmute. Yeah, you got the mute button on. There's a okay, we good? We good? There, we there go. you go. Now we get you. All right. So you remember the question? Yeah, I remember the question. Now you you're taking me to my my uh GM hat. Three on three. So I'm gonna have to have someone that can just and you said during my wizard day, I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to have somebody that and just flat out get a bucket. So I'm. I'm Is that Gilbert? I mean, who's who's the the bucket Gil, getter? Gil, Gil, Gil can get it done. So, and it's three. It's three on three. All right. And I. And as much as I love my man Rod Strickland, I would have to say Gil. Okay. Um. And it's three on three. And so if it's three on three, most of that, please forgive me. I'm going all around the mulberry bush with this. Three on three, typically, you don't you don't have a big post presence. Okay. So I don't need uh Jihadi, Etan Thomas, Calvin Booth, Lorenzo Williams, 
people that can stop anybody in the post. Okay. I don't necessarily need that. So I would have to say, oh, it's a toss up between Webb and Jawan that could you know big enough, but they can step off a little bit and, and spread a little bit. Right, a little bit. So I'm gonna say Gil. Um three on three is all about just getting to I would say rip. Rip's good one. And you you uh is Juwan or Webb, man. It's can't go wrong. Or, I can't go wrong, but but somebody, somebody not touching. Somebody got to go. Yeah. Somebody got to go. Once you put a rip in there, everybody ain't touching that ball. He said, "Why did I pick?" I thought about rip too, and I was like, "Rip would be a good one," but you'd like to play a little bit, right? Yeah, rip, yeah, rip, but, letting it go. But see, rip, rip, rip. If you, because three on three, if I set a pin down for rip. You know, Webb or Jawan set a pin down for him. There's no help on the road. Rip got better at that little drop pass. All right. He got I I, I don't think I ever told you this story, man. I'll get back to that. I know the I know the drop yeah. pass. I told him one time. I remember you I remember you pulled him aside yeah. one time before the drop pass ever happened. Yeah, I said, hey man. And I saw that look on your face, and he got fired. And I said, Oh man. Go tap, go, go tap Jahadi. Tell him I got you next time. Got you. And he's like, huh? I said, go tell Jahadi. Pat him on the ass. Say, hey, man, I got you. And he did it, and you almost broke the damn rim. And the next damn eight rebounds, you grabbed all of them. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the leadership that you know we spoke on earlier. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I saw you. You were open. Rip took the shot. He got fouled. And you was like, and I was like, yo, Rip. He went to the line. He's like, huh? He looked at me like I was crazy. I said, man, this is Tab Hyde, man. Tell him I got you on the next one. And we ran the play again. Couple plays later. Your big step, your man stepped up. He dropped it off. He almost broke the rim down. I'm telling you, in the next eight rebounds, you grabbed every last one of them. Because your energy level just went through the mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But anyway, if I'm doing three on three, if I set a pin down on Rip, there's no weak side help. And he can make the drop pass. So I got Gil out there. He bop, bop, bop. You know what I'm saying? Um, Rip. And, oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> well, well, oh, Jay. Uh, uh, What's what you looking for? What's the difference of what you're looking for? Well, 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 Webb had more range than Juwan on the shot. He had more range, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but they both do work down down low, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think defensively, I think if it's three-on-three, three, Juwan is better. He could probably switch and do a little more defensively than, than, than Webb. Webb going to catch at the rim. Juwan going to stop you on the perimeter. Right. See, that's the that's the thought processes that I have, man. I I can't, man. Makes sense. <laughs> I can't. I, uh, so, all right. so so those two. Remember, uh, yeah, one of those guys. One coming off. Yeah, and see, and M, you know, you said when I played, see, M was a little older. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? If it was it, it was MJ back back, oh, I'm taking him over anybody. <laughs> I'll play him at the four. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, that's, a, that's a good one. That's that's one to really think about. You know, when I ask that question, I'm curious of what other players really think, you know, mm-hmm. their perspective. Because you're not you're not just going to pick the best player. Right. Right. You're picking like, hey, three on three is a completely different game than, totally than different five game. on five. Totally, right. totally different. So first person you yeah. usually think about, like first person to me, I'm thinking about a facility, a point guard who can facilitate. I'm taking I'm right? taking Rod Strickland. If it's five right. on five, we going up and, and that's down. That's my first. That's what I said first. I'm right. <laughs> then I need somebody who can get a, a guaranteed bucket no matter what. If everything breaks down, who can you put the ball in their hands and get that guarantee? Yeah. yeah. And then somebody who can spread the floor, maybe, you know, just those right. options. Right. Yep. Then I'm going, then I'm looking at T Murray. I'm looking at Tim Legler. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, even it actually, man, even three on three. I, I'm looking at Liddell Eccles. There you go. You didn't play with Liddell. You didn't play with Liddell, no, did you? Oh, I mean, I seen, I seen him play. You oh, know, I, grew up, I grew up on him. Oh, man. I'm, I'm Hey, bucket. Post, post up, curl, catch and shoot. You know, if it's five on five, it's a totally different game, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's three on three. Yeah, my first one, hey, Gil. Hey, go yeah. do it. Go do it, bro. You know, go do it, man. Go do it. I'm glad you said Juwan. I think he's his game makes sense for three on three. And honestly, I hadn't thought about him before, but I bet Leitner would be very good in a situation like that. Stretch the floor a little bit. He'd kill you from the mid range. Yeah, late late would be good. Plus, if you so you threw the ball to late and you got some split game going on, Mm -hmm. late is a great passer. Uh, he's a willing passer, a great passer. Juwan is a, uh, a willing passer. All you got to do is say uh, Judy, and he'll know to throw you the ball. That's the inside joke between him and I. Uh, there you so, go. So when I'm open, I'll just say Judy. <laughs> but uh, like late late would be good. Yeah, late would be good. I, I mean, even in that instance, Popeye Jones would be great. You know what I'm saying? Willing pant passer. Mobile. I mean, he got that reverse pivot, show the shot, and then move. You know what I'm rebound. saying? But, uh, you still need a yeah, rebound. rebound. Yeah, he's going to get the rebound. He's going to push everybody out the way and get the rebound. But, uh, yeah, three on three is a totally different ball game. But five on five, my first one, hey, I got to go to Rod Strick, man. I got to go Strick, man. Yeah. Who's the best uh, – the best – Kept secret that's that slept on point guard in the NBA right now. Mm. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if they they. they see, I, can't, you know, like, I can't say I can't say that they they slept on. I mean, if you you're in the league and you're playing, and you're starting. You know, it's, it's no sleeping because they can all, you know, they can all do have that have that night where you like, oh lord. He, he killing me, um, man. I would have said Brunson or or De'Aaron Fox I, I before this last I, year, but I was just about to say Fox, but he's not again. He's not, he's he's not, not anymore. I mean, and he had that one kind of rough he, year, and people were were writing him off yeah. a little bit. 
he just he's not slept on. I mean, he can go out there and have that night, and whoa, and then next thing you know, he has eight games in a row of he just killing you. You know, I mean, Bronson, I wouldn't. I worked with his father in Charlotte, man, and you know, he's coming out of school. He was like, man, he's talking about his son. Oh, okay, and he just kept growing and growing and growing his game. So I wouldn't say, you know, they slept on that. You know what I'm saying? So they just, um, you know, young young players, man. They, they, I, I I used to tell Kimber Walker, man, woof. I don't have, I, I would have had to punch in your stomach if I played against you. You doing, you out there doing this stuff to get these guys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what you're doing to these people, man. And, uh, but they're, they're all great young guys, man. Young, young, great talent. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, man. It's fun to watch, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. One of the, uh, in my opinion, great young talents the Wizards had while you were there, and it was still the Bullets, was Rasheed Wallace. And as a Bullets fan at the time, I loved watching Rasheed play that that year, and I thought he was going to be the next guy. So uh, I obviously traded him after one season. But did you know he was going to be that good when you were playing with him? Uh it's a, I have a story, man. My agent was trying to sign Rashid. And um, the guy that worked, the, it was two of them. One of them was actually from Philly. And Ch- you know Chubby? Yeah. 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 So they were trying to sign um, she, uh I was in my, I think I was going to my second year. And we went to Charlotte. We took she to the game. I think it was the it was the Knicks and the Hornets went to the game. That's how when I first met she and um, Hubert Davis was with the Knicks. And <laughs> you know, if you know Rasheed, he just he gonna do whatever he want. He gonna do what she want to do. And it's quiet in the arena, and he stands up. Hugh, Hubert Davis. Hugh, I'm sitting there like. This guy really you doing this? <laughs> so so that's how I first met she. Then we went to Philly to uh you know visit him and his mom and the people and we went to Simon Gratz, which is high school and we we played ball, you know, played pickup and all that. So <clears throat> he didn't go with my agent and the following year, that's when I come to Washington, it's his rookie year. Mm-hmm. And I remember him picking me up, uh um and here he had a blue a green bronco tahoe or something like that we used to go to his house on game day and he liked the race car tracks you know the little car manager and i loved them we used to go in his basement and his uh wife fatima would come down and give us food we racing and we drive to the arena and so i knew she from you know back then mm-hmm. But I always knew that this dude is nice. Yeah. That turnaround, oh my goodness. You wasn't touching that. You know what I'm saying? And he had that, yeah, you couldn't touch that. And he had that drive, like he had that, you know, I'm 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 better than you. He had that in him. Um great, great dude though. She was my guy, man. Um I know I went all around Marlboro Bush. I'm a storyteller, as I know. So, but yeah, that's how I knew she. But she, she does. She, I knew she was gonna be nice. But 
you know, when we traded him, of course, I hate to see him go as a friend and he's a great player. I mean, we sitting here with Rasheed, Juwan, and Chris Weber. Yeah, like, that's tough. Wow. Like, you got these three right here. Now, I mean, and to be honest, she, four or five years later, shoot, man, she could have played the three. Yeah. Because he could shoot the three. You know what I'm saying? She could have played the three. So we would have had those three guys, you know, in, 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 in the post. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, to get a great player, you got to give up a great player. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we we made a trade for a great player, Rob. We got Harvey Grant, which – you know, you know, came in was a staple for us, and hmm. but yeah, she man, <laughs> she <laughs> my man. Uh, I, I'm gonna get in trouble from the listeners here if I let you out of here without asking for at least one MJ story and one Gilbert story. I, I don't even know if Gilbert remembered this. He had just gotten there, and um. His locker was right next to mine. Actually, MJ was sat in his locker when he came. Hey, John, you remember the 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 trike, the little three wheel motorcycle thing? Yeah, yeah, Gil had. Gil had. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened to it. He called me like 10, 10 o'clock at night or something like, "Yo, man." Did it have a license plate on? It something happened. It, it didn't it, have it, a license plate, and the police yeah. police. <laughs> Okay. He's like, hey. he's like, what am I doing? I do. I thought he said he broke it down or something. But nah. I just drive it, and I was like, he was driving it with no license, no license. <laughs> that sounds right. I was, I was like, Gil, man, uh, this was pre Uber, pre Nift, okay. Hmm. So I was like, they were taking him to go get arrested. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm down. To, I think he was on F Street, and something yeah. happened. He called me, and I was like, yo. Jack ended up getting them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh MJ, man, I mean, I mean, shoot, hiding. <laughs> I don't know what I can't know. MJ, too many. Yeah, it's too many, man. MJ. Whew, let's see. I don't know, man. MJ. I, know, I, used, to money. I, I, I used to give MJ money. You remember, you know, if we were like preseason. And we would go to a casino or something, right? I always had a, a game at the casino preseason, some like somewhere in Connecticut. No, I know, uh, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. We went, we went to Memphis. No, mm, no, was it yeah. Memphis or New Orleans? We Memphis. did go to Memphis. And he said, Hey, I'm going. He said, If you want to win, get with me. Right. He said, Get with me. If you want to win, and we was all like, Oh, and no, I ain't see nobody giving money. I'm like, he's not gonna if he lose. He, I'm like, even if he lose, he's not gonna say he lost. Yeah, he's right. He's not, I'm gonna give him five grand. Now, what I didn't learn, what I had to learn is you can't stay up all night watching him make sure you try to win your five grand back. Because I think I think it's his. I didn't go. But I, I after I saw people eventually like people like hey, he's like no trust me you won't lose yeah you won't lose so I was like man how much how much we got for them today hey yeah and but then he then he told then he told us he told me at least 
he said, yeah, you know, they he, he said, they give me $25,000 or something crazy to walk into the casino. It's good for I'm business like, to have him there. I was like, oh, no, when are you not going to lose our money? Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, but we, I stayed uh, up all night watching my five grand. That's <laughs> why I was him and Antoine Walker. I can't remember why. That's when we did office. We was in Connecticut. Yeah. We played oh, ball. I'm in Connecticut trying to, and I'm like, dude, he down like, <laughs> he down like 700K. I'm like, man, I'm hey, not man. getting my money back. Let me hey. go to bed. Hey, listen, that was the only time I ever seen Michael Jeffrey Jordan in the same clothes. Yeah. Remember, he stayed at all. Yeah, he, he came on the bus the next day. And we got, and he had this, his suit on. I was like, I'm looking at him like, and he's laid, he's head was like this on the on the window. You all right, doggy? Yeah, man, it's long night, but I got him. I got him. Yeah. I was like, what? I got him. But that was the yeah. only time I ever seen MJ. Never seen yeah. sweatsuit, never seen shoes, never seen mm-hmm. nothing. But uh, we was in Memphis though, man. He said he was a suit. Yeah, he said, man, I'm going, and if you you're not gonna lose, a couple people go. I gave him money. Now he gave he. Oh, he come he come back. I watched him. I watched him most of the night. Hey, MJ still owe me. I told him, man. I called when I first went to Charlotte. I called him in 2009, right? And I called he and my college coach. I was like, man, I'm bored. I'm tired of taking kids to school. I need to do something. And they both said, I got you. So uh, when I called MJ, of course, it was a 202 number, DC. So, you know, he had this little thing with DC. He's like, mm. yeah. and I left a message. And he called me back like five minutes later. And he told me to me. And I said, man, you still owe me $15, man. He said, as long as I owe you, will never be broke. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> you know, because, you know, he used to have shooting games with me. Hubert T. Lou. Mm-hmm. All right. He used to have shooting games with us in practice. You know, y'all be big down there doing your thing, Johnny. We down here doing curl, pop, and all that, and whatever. And uh, he used to bet $5 a shot. I said, MJ, you still owe me $15, man. He said, as long as I owe you, you'll never be broke. I said, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't think you're going to uh, see the okay. $15. <laughs> I said, okay, man. All right, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Gil, man. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, man. When when um first we were in training camp, we was uh, I think that camp, man. I think we were in, we were still in um West Virginia, I think, Hardy. When uh, Gil first came, or, or, or South Carolina. Now we went to West. I, no, no. I think we was in West Virginia when Gil first came. Was it? Was it mm-hmm. South Carolina? Was it? MJ, uh, we, we, it may have been West Virginia. Virginia. I can't remember when Gil. When... I think when MJ came, we went to South. We went to North Carolina. North Carolina. We went to Wilmington. We went to Wilmington. Where but we went born. to Charleston when Gilbert came. It, okay. Man, I remember, uh, you know, playing. We, we started camp. And I'm pick, I'm trying to pick Gilbert up full court, right? And I called Jeff. You know Jeff. I said, man, this dude right here is something different. He's something different. Remember, I had played against Gilbert when he was in uh, Golden State. And uh, never forget it. We ran the play, hit late on the post. I think Popeye back pick flared me, and I hit a three. It was like 30 seconds ago, whatever, whatever, whatever. So we fouled. Uh, and Jason Richardson got fouled, and Gilbert was standing beside me you know, at the three-point line. I was like, 
Oh, he's going to miss these free throws. And so he was like, how you know? He don't remember this, I'm sure. I said, hey, he said, how you know? And I saw him, Jason Richardson's doing, he's tugging his shorts, wiping his hands. And right then I'm like, oh, you're thinking about the shot now. Mm-hmm. And he missed the free throw. We ended up winning the game, whatever, right? So then uh, I asked for the trade. I went to Denver. Then I came back the following year. And Gilbert, that's the year they signed Gil. And he wasn't doing it crazy like he was in Washington and Golden State. He was good, really good. But, man, I said, I called my man Jeff. I was like, yo, this dude, I'm different now. I can't, he's fast. He's quick. I said, he's shooting half court. (laughs) I said, man, I don't know what to do with this guy. I can't do nothing with this dude. I can't do nothing with this dude right here. (laughs) And I, I picked up. Stephon Marbury, Nick Van Axel, Steve Nash, I mean, AI. No, I'm picking you up full court. You got that rock. This dude, I was like, yo, he's so different. He's so different. That's my Gil story, man. Wow. Gil solid, man. Gil solid, man. John, you have a final question here for, for Chris before we let him go? Nah, man. Nah, I just appreciate you being on, man. I'm glad to have you. Glad to talk to you. Man, of course, man. You know you my guy, man. You my heart, brother. <laughs> likewise, my likewise. Heart. Uh you guys be safe, man. Hey, Chris, before you go, I just want to tell you, you were always one of my favorites to watch as a six foot guard myself. You were somebody I could more relate with than someone like Jihadi. You know, I wanted Thank to play you. the same way. So I really enjoyed watching you play and, and thanks for coming on. This was super cool. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime for real. Awesome. All right, everybody, you know the drill. This was Believe in Wizards. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube, click that little button. uh, Hit the little alarm bell looking thing, and it'll get notifications for when we go live. And if you have questions, let us know. As always, we're presented by betonline.ag, and we will catch you all next time. All right. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube